Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Southampton versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yes, um, after what happened on Wednesday night, a very disappointing night. Um, two clear-cut chances that should have been tucked away. Um, the away form is concerning. It's very concerning. Coming into this game, um, I was worried, not going to lie. Um, another away game, and the only time Liverpool have last time Liverpool looked dominating away from home was um, the Crystal Palace game. The Crystal Palace game, um, but since then it seems like all the goals have dried up. But this was the game where we needed a reaction. Where we needed to see something different. Um, we'll get into what I saw uh, today. Southampton looking very confident in the top half of the table this season. Um, the table is incredibly tight. The pressure's on everyone uh, to perform during this unprecedented, weird Premier League season that we've never seen before. Um so yeah, but they Southampton, cause no European commitments, they're thriving, similar to Aston Villa, similar to Everton. That's why in the top of that's why they're in the top of the table, um, and they've benefited. But yeah, let's get into the lineup and all the other rest. So in goal we had Allison, left back, um, Robinson, centre backs, Henderson and Fabinho. Right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Your midfield three. Genie Wijnaldum, Thiago, Oxlade-Chamberlain and your usual front three up front. Right. So, my instant thoughts with this lineup: um, Two midfielders, centre-backs. Number one, what does that tell you? Obviously, we need a centre-back. Obviously, we are in January. Obviously, we need a centre Number two... Second reason, Nat Phillips is just not good enough. He's not, he was never meant to be good enough in the first place. Do you know why? Because all of our centre-backs should have not been injured like this. Obviously, you have Van Dijk Gomez injured. You got um, Matip as well injured. You got the makeshifts. You got the DM that has to play centre-back. And you got Nat Phillips or Reese Williams, who have who have made their Premier League debuts this season. Who are one is an academy player, the other is um, one is an academy player, the other is I don't even know. I think he came through the academy as well, but he's at the age now where he should be playing first team football somewhere. Um, but he's not at the LFC standard of requirements. Of centre-backs. So I cannot fault Nat Phillips for not being LFC quality when you are fifth choice. But where this is the time where during on our, our away form, you need the best possible solutions. And I think Klopp risked Henderson playing centre-back for that uh, reason. Um, and yeah, Thiago getting his first, second Premier League start since the Everton game. Um, that's good. Good to see that he's 
finally, after two and a half months, been able to start once again for the second time. Hopefully, this is the catalyst to see some fucking momentum, to see him actually play regular football. Um, yeah, Oxley chamberlain starting as well. Um, I guess I, I, it's one of them ones where you can't be angry, but you can't be satisfied because he's just come back from injury and you don't really know what sort of form he'll be on. But we'll talk about that as well. Um, and the usual front three, obviously, they, they have to play because Jot is injured and all of the rest of the attacking options are just not good enough um, or of the of the front three standard. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, the game starts now. Southampton have kickoff. Um, within 40 seconds, there is a foul, I believe. Ward-Prowse darts past Thiago. Thiago just has... Grabs, uses one arm to try and hold him back. He falls to the ground. The Ward Prowse. He, they win a free kick. First set piece of the game to um, watch out for, organize your line, etc., etc. Because it's a back, because it's a new back four, we have to. It's it, it's gonna be all experimental with how we deal with defensive set pieces. But this is the very first one in forty seconds in. Um, the ball's whipped in from Ward Prowse. They deceive everyone, making it... Everyone thought this ball was going back post. In reality, it went near post. Um, so the ball's looped over the top to Danny Ings. But however, Trent Alexander-Arnold, his eyes on the ball the whole time. As the ball is looking like it's falling to Trent, it looks like he's moving out of the way of the ball. Rather, as opposed to attacking the ball to clear it the lines. He moves out of the way. So it allows Danny Ings to have all this free time. Danny Ings just looks up, notices Allison's a little bit out of his goal. Dinks the ball over his head into the net. 1-0 Southampton. Two minutes into the game. Can you imagine? Two minutes into the game, Liverpool are already losing. Now our backs are against to the wall already, as if our away form hasn't been already treacherous enough as it is. And then, that, is this the catalyst for Liverpool to wake up after being 1-0 down? We'll get into that as well. Thiago again commits another foul about 20 seconds after the kickoff resumption. And then the referee books him, so now Thiago, within five minutes of the game, has got a yellow card on his back. So now he has to worry about his tackling and all that stuff. Um, in terms of build-up play, Sadio Mane, again, he looks looking tidy on the ball in terms of trying to make stuff happen. But again, with the front three, every time we approach the, every time we approach, um, the opposition box, we constantly make the wrong pass. The obvious pass that we're meant to make, we don't do it. It's always the complicated pass. And Southampton cleared their lines constantly. Constantly cleared their lines because our decision-making with the link-up player, the front three, is just not there. Andy Robertson, he tries to create something of his own down the channel. Um, Stuart Armstrong, the Southampton defender, uh, midfielder, sorry, takes the ball off him. Robertson's bamboozled by this. 
trips him up, fouls him, yellow card for Robertson. Jurgen Klopp's barking, why did you do that? And you could tell the mentality of our players, we still look fragile. Still look very, very fragile. Um, across the back line in general, um, Fabinho and Henderson, it's hard to scrutinise them because they are makeshift centre-backs, even though they're natural midfielders. So the little things they were doing, like e.g. Henderson a couple of times, he would try and um, attack the ball, but vacate the space behind on him and it allowed an attack um, for Southampton. But but Trent Alexander-Arnold, my God, this first half, ever since that mistake that led to that goal, his confidence just depleted. The amount of balls that were constantly given away. He tries to ping these long balls. To who? Where you, where you, where is this ball going? When, he's in the, when, he, when his back is against an, an attacker and he's trying to clear his line, I don't know if he's trying to just boot it for the sake of booting it or if he's trying to make a pass out of it. But whatever he was doing, it constantly wasn't working. It's like his IQ just kept depleting as this first half was going on. Um, Genie Wijnaldum, away from home. He looked, he was doing this, he was doing the 2018 Genie where he was going invisible. He was going invisible and I can't remember him doing anything. And Oxlade-Chamberlain, he tried to make things happen but he reminded, he, he, his first half performance reminds me of what we do with Lallana, what we did with Lallana anytime he got a cameo appearance. Injuries has finished Oxlade-Chamberlain from what he used to be. So in 2018, Oxlade-Chamberlain could drive with the ball in midfield. Head up, ping passes exquisitely. Um, Long range shots exquisite. But he looked a shadow of his former self. And two knee injuries can do that to you. Where you just lose your yard of pace. And it was evident that he lost his yard of pace. Um, he just couldn't get going, period. Which uh, left Thiago isolated. So all the hype of seeing that Thiago starting, yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was isolated himself because he had to play practically a DM role and allow Chamberlain to do the free free roaming role because Southampton were just not allowing us to play in midfield. Southampton were fighting. They were. They had more fight, winning more tackles in midfield, and it just left us isolated. We didn't have a shot on target all first half. The one shot I remember, Firmino, about 15 minutes in, he had a shot, um, goes wide. Sadio Mane as well. Um, You know, when he's dribbling with the ball, then an overlapping run happens to open up the gap to shoot, but it kills over. And then the end of the first half, Robertson crosses the ball in. Um, it's a very difficult header for Salah, to be fair. But, um, yeah, it doesn't hit the target either. Mohamed Salah, again, when he's playing off form, he's very frustrating and predictable. Um, the only play, the only out of the front three, Mane was the best out of the bunch. And it's, and it's not even like Mane did... Much either. Mane just had drive to try and make off the ball runs and that. But I didn't see Firmino do any link-up play with a midfield. 
I didn't see Salah terrorising, pinning the left back at all. Didn't see any of that fight, any of that hunger in the first half. Very alarming, very concerning. Um, Jurgen Klopp, it was looking like we might break this record of the longest goal drought without... um, the longest, yeah, the longest time without a goal. It was just looking like, I can't see us scoring. At the end of that first half, I was thinking the immediate change has to be, Chamberlain has to come off. He cannot see 90 minutes. And I would have taken off one of the front three and bring on um, Minamino. Minamino has not come on the pitch since he scored against Crystal Palace. He's finally got his goal. Jurgen Klopp has not used him. What are we doing then? That confidence, he, I, I've, I've said this in previous podcasts. You might remember. I've said Minamino, if he scored, if he's finally scored, give him a run out if the front three are stinking. Give him a run out if the front three are stinking. It's not that complicated. Otherwise, if he's sitting on the bench wondering, why am I not getting game time? I scored, I finally proved myself, but you're not giving me game time. Why is this Jurgen Klopp? That's what Minamino's thinking right now. But yeah, for that first half, Southampton would have been laughing. Fraser Foster, who's come back in, a standing goalkeeper, who has kept um, four out of these last five clean sheets against Liverpool um, prior to today's game that I was reading. So the omen looks good for Southampton. It looks good for Southampton. Second half starts now. And finally, there's a... Uh, a wake-up call. There's an urgency to pin um, Southampton, make them low block by overwhelming them with waves of attacks. And that's what we were doing. Where we, I saw none of that at the first start of the first half. We were now overwhelming um, Southampton with waves of attacks, using, using the channels well to create space to drive the ball in. But there was times where we were just still overhitting the passes. Um, there was times where, when we, again, when we were meant to shoot, we end up passing it. And we're just not using our intelligence because we're constantly rushing. And it just... But we were still sustaining that pressure. And then it had me thinking, maybe finally a goal is going to come from this. But the time goes from 45 to about 60. And after all that sustained pressure we put on Southampton, they survive it. We 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 essentially just um, lose our tempo, lose our fluidity, and Southampton survived that wave of attack, um, wave of attacks. So it just goes to show that we are starving of service. We are missing Diogo Jota badly, so badly. The goals that have dried up during this Christmas period have been shocking. And I know if Jota was playing, he would have made a key difference. He would have definitely made a key difference. But this is the consequences we have to live with now. Um, Yeah, and then we make a second substitution. Trent comes off. Milner comes on at right back. No, sorry, sorry. The first substitution, Shakiri comes on. Oxley chamberlain comes off. This is about 55 minutes in. So Klopp finally uses Shakiri early. Um, Shakiri playing in midfield. He tries to get things going. But again, 
it was just it just wasn't happening it just wasn't happening and then Trent was giving the ball away constantly just like the first half more wasteful crosses more interceptions he gave the ball away 38 times before he got substituted for James Milner and the, the commentator said no other player in the Premier League has given the ball away more than Trent Alexander-Arnold that is very worrying very 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 worrying like our, I don't understand where this regression from Trent has come from is it the Red Bulls you're drinking I know you're not meant to drink Red Bull before a game I know you're sponsored by Red Bull but this but I generally think it's these little psychological ticks like that can have an impact on your whole performance because last season I didn't see him drink Red Bull there was none of that drinking Red Bull nonsense. Red Bull energy drinks is not good for you, period. Unless they're sports energy drinks. Sports energy drinks, there's a difference. Because there's science behind it. There's no science behind Red Bull other than caffeine. It may keep you alert, but it doesn't switch on the right sources in the brain. Like when eating a banana does, the potassium gets the brain going... So that you're alert in a different kind of way. But I don't know. Maybe I'm making excuses for Trent. But compared to last season, he has fallen off hard, man. And the fact Klopp brought on James Milner for Trent Alexander-Arnold. 35-year-old James Milner in 2021 is having to come on to make an influence for Liverpool. Shows how badly we are struggling right now. Because why is that even happening in the first place? Um, but yeah, and then Southampton, they compose themselves. They get more the ball in possession. And then it's, a, it's us on the back foot a little bit. Um, and yeah, they got to like the 70th, 80th minute. I've been, we made, did we make one more sub? I think we only made two subs. Shakiri and Milner, I don't think any nobody else came on, which is a surprise to me. If I was Jurgen Klopp, if I knew Firmino and Salah could not get on to the end of these chances, Minamino was there. I just don't understand why we did, didn't use him. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, there's a moment of madness from Allison. He comes out of goal, 40 yards out. For no reason at all, the Southampton player shoots. Thankfully, Henderson was there to stop this ball rolling over the line. Otherwise, it would have been an embarrassment from Allison. I don't know what possessed him to do that. Um, and yeah, Liverpool get a corner. 94th minute, we go short again. And the referee blows for full time. So Southampton get a win. They beat defending champions Liverpool. Which now means Manchester United can go top of the table. With their game in hand against Burnley next week. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And our next Premier League game is against Manchester United at Anfield. Right now, this is the worst I've seen Liverpool play since January 2018. Around that same period. 
That's the same vibe I got from this performance. We look like we don't know how to score anymore. Forget the centre-back issue. We only had one shot on goal today. The front three of Mohamed Salah, Mane and Firmino should be constantly testing Fraser Foster. How again away from home are we constantly struggling to score? It's, 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 I'm mind boggled at this. At this. This is we're meant to be the defending champions of England. Right now our form suggests we are only good enough to make top four. At the minute, if we continue to play like this away from home, the best we can hope for is top four. I don't want to see Man United go and win this Premier League. But now they've seen us drop points today and they know if all they have to do is draw to Burnley to be top of the table and then the next game is Liverpool, their confidence will be right up there now. Right up there now. Manchester City, who have two games in hand, if they win their two games in hand, they go above Liverpool in the table. Where are Liverpool now? They'll be third. They'll be third. It'll be Manchester versus Manchester for the title. Instead of defending champions, Liverpool. It's worrying. It's very worrying. How does Jurgen Klopp solve this now? Um, that's, your, that's, your, that's the thinking everyone's probably thinking right now. Obviously, we need a centre-back. Obviously, we are going to buy a centre-back. I'll, I'll, if I'll give a £100 away to someone if Jurgen Klopp doesn't buy a centre-back in January. It's clearly evident we need a centre-back. Everyone knows for the obvious reasons. Today, two of our best midfielders are playing centre-back because we are left with the fifth and sixth-choice centre-backs who are just not LFC standard requirement. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, his form is terrible right now. His form is terrible right now. Um, I'm going to get into the FA Cup game and explain what we should do. Um, Thiago, bless him, it was not his best game, but it was his first game back starting in two and a half months. I cannot criticise him. Because he's playing with a makeshift midfield. Not a makeshift midfield, but a midfield he... Not uh, not our best midfielder. It's not a midfield with Henderson in it. It's not a midfield with Fabinho there. Um, so the fluidity is different. We were missing... Jota up front. So no clinical... Like, the no, no, front three again wasn't clinical today. Um, yeah... How, but how does Jurgen Klopp solve it? The first problem is get the centre-back in before the Man United game. Before the Man United game. That Man United game is in 13 days. By this week, by this weekend, you should have the centre-back signed. And I want him ready. I want that centre-back ready for um, the Man United game. We cannot have Fabinho and Henderson centre-back against Man United. If that, is the, if that is the case on Sunday, forget it. The Anfield record that we've pres- preserved for three, and three years, it will be gone. Three and a half years, it will be gone. It will be gone to our, 
to the team we hate the most, Manchester United. We know Joe Matip ain't coming back from injury in time. And we know if he comes back from injury, he's going to be injury-prone again anyways. Um, so that's an issue to deal with. That's another reason. Maybe if you can't get one centre-back, get two centre-backs in. But we will get a centre-back this month. If Klopp wants to win the league, he has to get it before the Man United game. Before the Man United game. My second idea of how to turn to change this around... When Liverpool are in a drought like this and we're in a rut, if we have to play this front three and we can't score, why not have Salah and Mane switch wings? Put Salah on the left, put Mane on the right, just to see what can happen. If you've got the same front three doing the same predictable things, you're going to get the same results and that's why we're not scoring enough. Um, the third option, start Minamino. If he's finally scored to get this confidence... Why not use him to prove himself? And the fourth option, um, Thiago's back. So get Thiago around our best midfielders and we will get the best Liverpool. But yeah, right now I'm not happy. And Aston Villa, we got on Friday. What should Liverpool do? Should, should Jurgen Klopp play the kids? If I'm Jurgen Klopp, on Friday, I play the first team. I play the first team. Yes, injuries can happen, but I play the first team. You want to know why? We need to play our way. We need to play our way out of this away form. Aston Villa is a cup game, so it's a FA Cup we generally don't care about. But if there's a game where you you can not have to worry about Premier League pressures. It's the FA Cup game against Aston Villa. If there's also the incentive to get the revenge on Aston Villa after what they did to us with that 7-2, play the first team. Because they, they need to play at themselves out of form. After that Aston Villa game, there's no football match for nine days. Nine days is a long time. It's a very long time. Man United got um, the EFL Cup midweek. Then they got the FA Cup. Then they got the Burnley game. Then they got us. They're going to be playing games every four or five days. When you're playing and winning, you don't get tired. You don't feel tired. You just feel like you can steamroll the teams. And they're going to have that momentum. So that's why Jurgen Klopp should risk it. Because nine days is enough rest for everyone. Trent has to play that game. Robertson, I'll give him a rest. I'll give Robertson the only one, the only players who you should get a rest. Allison and Robertson. I'd give I I give I'd I'd, I'd put Adrian or Kelleher whoever I don't I don't care Kelleher probably I'd play Milner left back. Um, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't play Fabinho and Henderson. I'd maybe put them on the bench for that game on Friday. Reese Williams and Nat Phillips can play centre back that game, um, but Trent should play that game. He needs to play his way out of form. Um, I think I'm not sure if we'll use Thiago. I'd have I'd probably have Thiago on the bench just to build his match sharpness up. Um I'd play Curtis Jones, Shakiri. Um Who else would I play? Hmm. If Kater is fit, K 
Keita. Um, and the front three definitely should play on Friday. Play your way out of this form. That's your last game before the Man United game to get to change that around. Other than that, my God, um, it's not easy watching Liverpool play recently. It's not been easy at all. And with this COVID, another lockdown from um, the Prime Minister, um, everyone's mental health is going to be tested at these times. Um, it's not the greatest conditions to be in to deal with a lockdown on top of that to also deal with um Liverpool playing the way as they are. Man United fans will be licking their lips right now. They will sense blood. They will sense an opportunity. Do I think Man Man United are title contenders? No. But the fact is right now if they win their game in hand they're top of the league. They're top of the league by three points. If they beat Burnley with that game in hand. So that's what they'll be thinking about. Why I don't think Man United will be title contenders is the Europa League. The Europa League will be the reason. It's too much. Thursday, Sunday football is just too much. And it's not sustainable and it's never been done. No one's gone and have a good Europa League run and won the Premier League at the same time. It's never been done before. If Ole wants to win the Premier League, that round of 32, he must eliminate all of his... He must get himself out of that competition as soon as he can. Otherwise, Manchester City look frightening. Um, They dispatched Chelsea with ease. They got two games in hand. If they win that, they're only one point behind Liverpool. Or two, or one point ahead, something like that. But yeah, um, I'm not happy. I'm really not happy. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions, like, share, subscribe, Um, yeah, the FA Cup game on Friday against Aston Villa, what kind of reaction are we going to get, what kind of team is Klopp going to put out, I do not know, Um, we'll just have to see. Right, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions and tune in next time, cheers.